When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is Tina. So today we're going to talk about circadian rhythm. What is it? So Tina, why don't you go ahead and get us started and tell us a little bit about that. So everybody, I think, knows that your circadian rhythm is, they've kind of simplified it down to the time that you wake up and the time that you go to sleep. But what science is just catching up to is that every single one of our cells has a clock gene that sits in front of it. It's literally a gene called clock in front of it. And it gets signals from the timekeeper in our brain, the superchiasmatic nucleus, that gets then sent to every single one of those cells. And when they get the time, then those cells know what to do based on the time. So it's actually it makes a really big difference. And when our circadian rhythm is off, then we're more susceptible to disease or not feeling our best or um, brain fog or depression. It goes into, there's tons of studies that show just all of the major implications of our circadian rhythm on our health. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a great description of that. And it, it really is interesting, I think too, and just how much circadian rhythm impacts everything in the body, you know, and it, it's just, it, it's incredible from, you know, just that hormonal function, um, you know, down to just sleep, you know, think, think about those very basic functions that are all controlled by the sun. And it's almost something I feel like too, that we've just totally gotten so far removed from. And it's like, you think about all the, I mean, this could go could go really deep into thinking about the amount of prescription drugs that are prescribed for things that could be fixed through honoring your circadian rhythm. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, I mean, when we sleep, I think that we've kind of forgotten like the, the old knowledge of just when we sleep, we repair that sleep is so important when you're sick. Nobody's going to argue that, but Sleep is important when you're not sick too. That's when you're supposed to be repairing and I mean, yeah, rejuvenating for the next day. Yeah, yeah or right. just cleaning out the damage from the day that we all accrue as the days go on. I mean, every single day we get a little damage or we pick up a little bacteria, and when we sleep, our body just cleans it out. If if we have a good light environment and we're doing and we're respecting our circadian rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think we pretty much answered the why to that, to the importance of the, the circadian rhythm there, you know, respecting that rhythm and seeing how it impacts the function of our everyday life. If we're wanting to be, you know, maintaining wellness, 
I think that that we could say. And so let's talk a little bit about light frequencies and the light frequencies that the sun does give to us on a daily basis if it's allowed to touch obviously the naked eye and the skin. So I think that's an important thing to note too as far as circadian rhythms go is that the eye has to be exposed in the skin. The the eye can control a lot. It's, I mean, you think about winter, but, uh, you know, it's it gets cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm more of an eye girl in winter, less of the skin. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'll get my face out there, but, yeah, oh, man, sometimes it's like. Yeah, my, my face and my bare feet in the mornings, that's about it. That's, yeah, that it's really interesting uh, to, yeah, I know we have a neighbor that's like, oh my gosh, you all are always out in your bare feet in the winter time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. It's okay, though. <laughs> We're alive. We are yeah. okay. <laughs> all right, so those light frequencies, uh, do you want to get us started with that one? And then I'll jump in with another frequency. Yeah, that sounds good. So I okay. guess let's just begin at the beginning then. So the first frequency, I mean, I guess we'll just call it sunrise. It's like the best way, but there's, it's mostly infrared light at sunrise and a little bit of blue light. And it's that blue light that sets our circadian clock for the day. The hardest thing I think for me wrapping my mind around was like, I can look at a clock and understand what time it is, but it means nothing to the rest of my body. Our bodies tell time from the sun. Clocks were not always a thing. So it just makes sense when you're looking at it from common sense. Like we have to reset our clock every morning with the sunrise. And so that infrared light, that's the healing light, but it's that little teeny bit of blue light at that time that sets the clock. Yeah. What, what a, yeah, I mean, it's just such a beautiful design. And I, I actually had read something the other day that was talking about how, you know, clocks are man-made. They are very strict on time and they, you know, they're very, it's financially driven to have clocks and all of that kind of stuff. But anything in nature is never, never strict in time. It's always moving. And so you think about the, the sunrise and how it's never the same time every single day. Uh, so I, I just think that's a really... Just neat thought to to think that the sun is the sunrise is the thing uh, to chase after. So, but after sunrise, then we start to get a lot more blue light, and that's really kind of telling us that it's like, hey, let's be awake, let's go do the thing, and uh, let's keep going today. <laughs> kind of sets like really tells your body that it is time to just let's wake up and let's do work. Let's be motivated. Let's, let's get the stuff done. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but th that is interesting too, to, to think about in how, how we feel at different times of the day, like in the morning, I'm just waking up when I see sunrise and then, you know, a couple hours pass and it's like, oh, blue lights there. I'm feeling a lot more energetic. So I think it's like, it, for me, at least it has given me a little bit of grace and understanding that, yeah, I'm not motivated first thing in the morning. You know, that's just not me. Some people might be though, but then it's like, as I, as I creep closer, you know, further into the morning, it's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. For and the other, I think like with the UVA rise that comes mm -hmm. after the sunrise, I think that is so cool. Like 
it's, I think it's just divinely orchestrated the way that it all works when the UVA light layers on, like you said, this is the time where people really start revving up and getting motivated. And there's all that neurotransmitter work going on from the light turning different aromatic amino acids into serotonin and dopamine and just getting you prepared for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I should specify that the whole UVA, UVB is that more of that blue light available. I apologize for that. Good catch. And <laughs> so thinking about the UVA and UVB time, those all provide our body obviously with that information of like, let's start really waking up. It's time for food. It's time for work. It's time for all of the things. And then so after that UVA and UVB rise, we get more, oh, what would you say? Just the, we, it, it intensifies that UVB light really starts to intensify at that time. Yeah. More yeah. blue light coming on, which yeah. blue light has a direct impact on our cortisol levels, which is good. We need the cortisol yeah. at the right time. Right. And, and it's also giving us that information of that, the, the ser what is it? Serotonin is making then the, into melatonin, right? Yeah. The serotonin and gets converted. Yeah. And so it's like setting us up. <laughs> it, it is like that divine orchestration, like you have said before, like it's literally preparing us at all points of the day, almost like it's back to sleep, you know, because then whenever the sun reaches its highest point, some of that blue light really starts to dissipate. And it's really kind of interesting if you really start to pay attention to your energy levels then too, because it's like, okay, more and more of it starting to go away. I need to start calming down. Whereas, you know, in a, in a modern, you know, technological world, it's like, nope, we still got to be working. We still got to be going. Um, so it's just really interesting, I think, too, whenever you start to pay attention to those individual light frequencies and what, what it brings to the day. So, yeah, I agree 100% on that. And then as the day goes on, then UVB leaves and then UVA leaves and then we're left with like basically sunrise, but it's sunset. It's At like sunset, yeah. infrared and a very, very small amount to no blue light left. And that's when your body starts really unwinding and relaxing as yeah. long as you're not flipping on all of your LED lights in the house or yeah. sitting on your phone or your computer or watching a movie. Yeah. I think that that's a really good point to bring up because when we think about that and, you know, people always hear, oh, blue light, blue light. Well, the sun's light is never just one single light alone. It's always filtered with other, with other, it's balanced with other colors. You know, nothing in, in nature is ever out of balance. It is man-made things <laughs> that tend to be out of balance and just yeah. so strong in that, in that blue light. So it, moving on from that, we, we know that the, the sunset then is that time to start to block light. What do you, what are your views on blocking blue light then? How do you go about that? <laughs> I know that there's two camps on this. There's yeah. like the camp that is like no lights at all. Yeah. Like light a candle, use your fireplace, no blue blockers needed. I'm not that camp. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to be very, what is it? Pragmatic and not dogmatic about it. That yeah. it's like, yeah, I, we have to live in a realistic world here. You know, you, you have know. kids. I have kids. Yeah. Candles aren't always the best. 
<laughs> no. And we have husbands. Like, right. they're a little harder to get on board with this. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, the game's on. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Like, like, like that, that's what my husband does for a living. You know, he does like right. social media, like he does sports podcasting, that kind of stuff. And the game is at seven. There's a game tonight at seven. He's going to, the game won't end until about maybe, I don't know, what is it? Three, four hours. So almost 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then he has to continue. Uh, he has to do a podcast after that. And then he has articles to type. So he's looking around one o'clock that he will be in bed tonight. But that's rough. It's rough, but how can you mitigate that? You know, like you, right. I, you just can't be so like, oh my gosh, this is how it has to be done. Right. I mean, what's yeah. he supposed to do? Quit his job right. and then right. you and you <laughs> it pays and the, the bills, five right? kids go live <laughs> under the bridge. Like yeah. we have to be realistic. Yeah. So what do you guys do at night then? So for the kids, honestly, my kids are, they're pretty used to the TV being turned off yep. more in the afternoon. But for me, it's like, well, I'm more set in my ways. And yeah. I do enjoy winding down at the end of the night sometimes. You know, there's nights where it's like, I'm going to turn on my lights, put on my blue blockers yeah. and read a book. Yeah. Or there's nights where it's like, I I need to veg tonight and I'm going to watch a show. Like this doesn't have to be an all or nothing lifestyle. That, which I a, think, ugh. yeah. I think it turns people off when they're like, oh, I can never watch TV at night again. I can never watch a movie with my husband again. Right. Absolutely. So we, do, yeah. we do blue blockers. We have the the Shop Waken blue light oh, blocking screen on the TV. I really like those. You like that. Is it easy to use? It's super easy because okay. it just like goes over the TV and hooks on. And then you don't have to worry about individual blue blockers for the kids. Like if somebody's, God forbid, throwing up in the middle of the night. I'm going to turn on a movie. <laughs> right. Like, That's a good idea. No, that that makes sense. We're not. <laughs> yes. Yes. They always like to throw, you know, those little wrenches in our plans of, uh, yep. here, how are you going to deal with this thing that I throw at you tonight? <laughs> yep. And it's always the middle of the night too. Like yeah, no, right. nobody's throwing up at 3 p.m. It's, <laughs> it's 3 a.m. I should be sleeping. I need to regenerate right now. Yeah. Why are you bothering me? Yeah. No, that's it. That we do the same thing. Um, I will admit that my husband is, is pretty, he's pretty good. He's actually probably a little more strict than I am, um, which is so interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's really good. Like he'll wear his blue blockers and stuff at, he's pretty good about wearing them on the computer. Thankfully, I don't do a lot of computer work, but he's really good, really, you know, strict with that. Uh, lots of light breaks. And then um, we actually just kind of have gotten used to being really dark at night. Yeah. Like I have little red light bulbs in everyone's bedrooms and in the bathrooms. But I, I can remember when the kids were little and I wanted the room to be really dark. That was like, you know, please don't do that ever. Like screaming, like I'm, I'm super afraid of that. But uh, just like little red light night lights and stuff, I think are just pretty basic, pretty easy. Yeah to get to, to use. Um, but so, it is so important. Like, it is. It's really important, which leads me to just wonder when your husband's doing like those one night a week where he has to be up until one in the morning, is he using the red lenses or the orange? He, he tends to use, honestly, he uses yellow a good bit. Um, he struggles with using the orange or red ones because some of the stuff on the screen he needs to see color with. 
like different, like running different articles, like different things, like where are, where are certain buttons? Because let's be honest, whenever your phone or something is on red, it's hard. You you can't see everything. Yeah. And so he tends to use the yellow. He'll use the orange if he can, like if he's watching TV tonight, he'll, or if he's watching the game, he probably will, but, uh, use the orange, um, not a fan of the red. Yeah. My husband refuses the red. Really? Yeah, he's like, orange. they make me fall asleep. I can, I can yeah. only stay up for five minutes once I get them on. So, like, you know, I would yeah. never tell someone to wear them if they're trying to work because you just get too tired. Yeah, for sure. But, Absolutely. I mean, we do have to remember that this is the world that we're living in now. So Absolutely. we just do the best that we can. If yellow is the best that he can do, then it's way better than nothing. Absolutely. And that's kind of where I've landed. And it, it, I, I think it's just that that could be a whole other show. Like, I think you just have to meet people where they are and the information you just, you give and if they want it, they take it. Yeah. And I think that that, that is very much the, the space where we are. And I think this circadian approach, especially to being parents is that you can't force your kids into it. No. The, the only thing that you can do is model it. And if they want it, then they can certainly join in. Like I would never purposely wake up my kid at five o'clock in the morning no. just to see sunrise, you know? No. Um, but if they wake up at six 30 on their own, yeah, get outside. So yeah, I, 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 yeah. my kids are naturally, they typically wake up right around sunrise, Yeah. which is like, I'm glad because then they get to see sunrise and that's so good for them. But also it's like, Oh, that's a long day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mom hasn't had her coffee yet, so yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> or made breakfast yet? Or, made- or- <laughs> I haven't folded your laundry yet. But, <laughs> um- <laughs> um, we do so- the red night lights too, yeah. Because I, I as a kid, I was really afraid of the dark, and I still remember how that feels. So I'm not gonna like force them to sleep in the absolute pitch black. Yeah. Plus, if they have to get up, I don't need them breaking a leg yeah. over a toy or. <laughs> Or if you have to get up in the middle of the night, right. you don't need to be. <laughs> I don't need to break a leg on a toy. We just do things, you know, safely, but yet we try to be circadian appropriate with it. If, 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 if you can, you know, yeah. like we, we just can't be crazy about it. Yeah. I'm not lighting a candle in the middle of the night and <laughs> no, me walking through like Ebenezer Scrooge or something. <laughs> no candles in this house. My husband like won't allow it. Yeah. So yeah. And yeah. I agree with them. They're just with little kids running around. I just don't want to have to worry about a candle anywhere. No, no. We'll do them in the, in the winter, you know, when it gets dark in the fall, winter, I have these real little like oil lanterns. They're like this big, like, you know, they're like, I don't know, eight inches or something. That's really big, maybe six. And <laughs> I use them on the dinner table and they are so nice. Like it is perfect for those dark nights. Cause I mean, I, you think about winter and lights are oh, off like, and you're like, Oh my gosh, it is so yeah. dark. I still have to cook and stuff. Um, but those are really nice at the dinner table and we're, they're usually really mindful of it. And, uh, we just really like that. It's just really yeah. peaceful. Like I can't wait for the day I can do that. Because right now it's like the two-year-old and the three-year-old. I'm not. Please don't. Don't do not it. Not doing that. But maybe in like five years. Don't do it. I recommend not doing it yet. Not at this, not this juncture. But yeah. soon. Um, how do you all treat eating? Because I think that is a loss that's lost on us as well as the society just 
understanding that, you know, just because blueberries are really good for me, does that mean I should be eating blueberries every single day, 365 days a year? So how do you all handle that? Yeah, I agree. I think that the eating is like another one of those circadian pillars that there's a lot of different camps on. But when you're looking at like a circadian lifestyle, you're looking at how was I meant to be living where I'm at? What time was I supposed to be eating at? Like if we're going off of the rhythm of the sun, I think realistically for like how busy and stressful life is, I try to do as much local and seasonal as possible. But I think when you're eating matters as much as what you're eating. So we're done eating at sunset. And we don't eat breakfast until after sunrise. Yeah, that's I'm, like, that's yeah. the non negotiable. Yeah, we, we follow the same camp. I, there are times when they're maybe didn't eat enough, and they're hungry. Okay, that's fine. We can Get have their some, kids. Yeah, that, right. As a as an adult, yeah, I I definitely do follow that camp as well. Um, does your husband follow that? Is oh, he pretty no. good? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working at converting him. But time. Yeah. Yeah, I've made zero progress on the the food thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, that, I mean, it is what it is. It, on honestly, and, and I think that that is the circadian eating is it's very different because it's a it's a different responsive. It's a very much a personal responsibility yeah. because now I have to go and kind of find these places that I'm willing to to support if I'm not growing the food on my own. Right. Uh, but and you know that's really difficult too depending on where you live, the size of your family. Um, like for us, we only really try to just put a dent in our in our food budget just by growing our own food because it's not realistic to be able to grow, you know, and have 12 potatoes every night for an entire <laughs> summer. You know, like it's just not, it's not realistic. Um, but yet definitely eating within the sun being up and then as it goes down, that, that's a pretty... That's an easy one to start with. It is. If really, you think about that it. That was actually really, now I can say that seems easy, but that was really hard for me at first because I was always a nighttime eater. Like, wow. oh, I'm so busy with the babies during the day. I don't have time to eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. But now that they're in bed, like that's when I can eat. So that was a yeah. big shift for me as like a, a mom of babies. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes I, I'm, you probably feel the same way. Like I would not eat. Like I would forget to almost eat. And so then when nighttime comes around and, and you have that minute, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm starving. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah. well, why? And it's like, oh my gosh, well, I just breastfed the baby all day <laughs> and I forgot to eat all day. So that's probably why I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. And so that like it took me being really mindful of like, oh, the kids are eating breakfast. I need to eat yeah. breakfast. Like Absolutely. I, and it was even a little bit of, uh, it was a little hard on the kids too, because I had to be like, listen, guys, I have to take care of myself as much as I have to take care of you. So when it's my turn to eat, I'm going to need you guys to like allow me to have a meal. And that's a healthy thing for our kids to see us do. Like I, Absolutely. Too. I need a meal too. And 
I mean, that's just, that's self-care at like the very bottom level of self-care. <laughs> How about it? Because then if I am eating, then I am happier. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you want a happy mom. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that you could have an appropriate circadian rhythm, but if you're not, if you're forgetting to eat, then you've just thrown off. Yeah. A lot because of that. When you yeah. eat is a time giver. Um, mm -hmm. There's like a German word for it, a Zeitgeber or something that the really yeah. fancy right. people call it, but it's a time giver. So mm -hmm. when you're eating, your body's like, oh, it's daytime. And that's why eating late at night it's bad for our health because then our gut cells can, they can mm -hmm. pick one thing to do. They're either digesting or they're repairing and proliferating. Right. And you just, you can't have right. both. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, you throw on top of that uh, a barrage of blue light at night and you've got a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So, uh, and like, like, like we said at the beginning, it's like how many prescription drugs and how, how bad do I have to feel before I start making a simple change of I'm going to avoid some blue light at night and I'm going to stop eating because I I'm going to take care of myself. Simple. Yeah. It, it <laughs> honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it is really simple. It's a little bit of yeah. a lifestyle change, but it doesn't cost a ton of money. If anything, you're, you're really saving money because you're not like when I stopped eating at night, I stopped snacking. And you don't pick healthy snacks. You just hundred percent typically yep. don't. Yeah, and also the, I think too at night it does become a bit of a habit. Yeah, it's like okay because like you said it is a timekeeper and it's like oh every night at eight thirty I have a, I have a snack. Yep, you exactly. Know? So um, I found I even crave just eating, and this was a while ago. Don't judge me. No, I no judgment. Eating sorry. something out of a bag, like. <laughs> It wasn't That's amazing. It didn't even matter what it was. Like it could be those disgusting veggie straws. I just wanted to eat something out of the bag. <laughs> I think what it comes down to too is I just want to eat something and not have to shove it in my mouth quick because I'm afraid they're going to see me eating yeah. it and I got to hide it from <laughs> or having to cook it. Yeah. And then the late night cleanups, which is more blue light if if you're the type of person that can't go to bed with dishes in the sink. Right. 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 <laughs> Oh, that's embarrassing. Maybe we should edit that. <laughs> no, we can't. No, just kidding. this is real life. It is real life. Yeah, everyone is there. All right. So, real quick before we wrap up, walk us through a typical day. So for us, it's pretty much everything we touched on. Where we, as soon as we wake up, even if it's not sunrise, if one of the kids sleeps in, we go outside and we just set we set the time for the day in our brains, and then. Typically, we're outside for UVA rise because that is key if you want your kids to sleep at night. If you want that melatonin production, you got to be outside at UVA rise. Or at I have to add thyroid thyroid issues too at that time. It's it's huge, kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's honestly it's a big deal for hormone health for everything. Yeah. But what really got me like sticking with that was like, oh, the kids sleep so much better when yeah. they're outside at this time. Yeah, and for then sure. I feel better. <laughs> and then, I mean, we homeschool, same as you guys. So yeah. it's like we're outside pretty much all the time, in and out, in and out. Yeah. And yeah. then we try to eat dinner around five, typically. And then we block the blue light at night and we all sleep great. And then we get up and do it again. It's really not that hard once you get used to getting in the habit of it. 
What yeah. about you guys? Yeah, same. Uh, it's kind of everybody has gotten into the habit of as soon as you wake up, you just go out the front door and you just stand there for a couple minutes. Usually they're out there longer in the summer because it's easier. Uh, but they they think that standing in snow is really fun too. Yeah, they do. I, I, I'm not I a big fan. <laughs> yeah. So for us, uh, you know, stand, that, that cold, wet rain is not easy either, but um, it is a really nice way to just start the day. And I honestly feel like our kids are a lot calmer when they start their day this way, as, as opposed to starting the day with watching TV or something, you know, that just, wow, it's not even time for blue light to be in dominance yet. But yet here I am at 7am watching TV. Uh, so that has definitely been probably one of the greatest changes. And then it's the same as you. Yeah, I'm very thankful that we get to homeschool and a lot of their day is spent outside. Um, I'm not going to lie. They do watch TV. They have our kids. We allow one TV time a day and it's usually for about 40 minutes. And that's when I work out. So, but I, I, I'll be, I mean, that's just being honest. You know, I, I'd hate to say that I'm, am like, Oh, we don't watch TV. You know, like it's <laughs> like, like, that's not, that can't be it either because as, as I love circadian stuff, I just, recognize that our kids can't be like the strange kids in life, you know, <laughs> and the stress. I mean, yeah, we're doing all sure. these things, right. But we're so stressed out because we don't get right. to take that 40 minute workout. Right. We suffer <laughs> health wise. And, right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they come out with me. I don't care if they do. I just tell them they're not allowed to ask me any questions during that oh, time. I do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, so I can't answer questions and count at the same time. So, yeah. um, but, but yeah, and, and it's the same that, um, you know, once nightfall starts, it uh, it just gets dark in the house and they're very used to it. And when we have, you know, family that comes and stays with us and they're like addicted they to light. So oh my gosh, they think it's so weird. And they're constantly saying, are we going to, can we turn on the lights? Why is no. it so dark in here? And you're like, well, no, I don't think we can. Or if they do, <laughs> all of our, all of the kids go, oh my gosh, it's so bright. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Can we turn off the light? And they're just like looking at us, like, "Oh my gosh, what'd you do to what'd you do to the kids?" Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah. So it's it's it. Yeah, you just try to live. I think you just try to do the best that you can and recognize that there is no perfect way to this. Um, yeah. Other don't than, let perfect yeah. be the enemy of good. Like, yeah, absolutely. What a great thing. Yeah. Any little changes are good change. But like back to you talking about the guests. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. When people stay here, it's like, OK, first of all, we're sitting and having a conversation in complete darkness. <laughs> and then before you go to bed, don't forget to unplug the Wi-Fi. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my in-laws stay in the basement here and that's where our Wi-Fi is. We are working on grounded Internet. Um but, you know, I always say, yeah, I tell my husband, you have to go downstairs and do that because your parents are down here. And he's like tiptoeing <laughs> tip down. <laughs> I put it on them. I'm like, and I don't make sure you unplug that Wi-Fi or you're going to be in trouble. Like, That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then they'll say in the morning, oh, um, I, we just didn't get good, you know, cell phone service here. You know, what is happening to the internet? Because like where we live, it's, it's not out in the middle of anywhere. There's just literally no cell phone service here. Like you can't even make a phone call on your phone and, or send a text message. And we're like, oh yeah, um, 
we we turn the Wi-Fi off at night and <laughs> it's like their brains just like start melting and they're like, but why would you do that? Like if the Wi-Fi can float around and find your devices, it's yeah. obviously having an effect on your body. Like that's a whole nother yeah. episode. I think but, that's another episode. Yeah, for sure. But I do think it, it is funny to talk about the guest reactions. It is. Yeah. You try, you just try not to be like the weirdo, but I think you just can't you, help you just it. Just can't help it. I mean, you just embrace it at some point. Like, yeah, that's what we do. We turn, yeah. <laughs> we have no lights on. And, uh, and by the way, Wi-Fi is light. It's just yes. the non-visible spectrum. So it's important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, so maybe the next episode should be geared around Wi-Fi. And uh, maybe, again, I think we had said before those 1% changes. Yeah. So maybe that's that's that could be part of it, the Wi-Fi. Maybe those 1% changes to really start to affect some change in that's your life. So do you have anything else to add? I think we have said it all. <laughs> We'll try to bring some more funny stories. How about that? Yeah. With all the kids, they're not hard to find. They really aren't. Yeah. I say like I did a, a, a live the other day with someone and I was telling her about my daughter and how she's really mad that she keeps waking up at 615. Oh my gosh. And, um, you know, she's like, I try to get myself to go back to bed and she's a preteen, you know, and uh, she's like, I just can't. I just feel like I'm ready to wake up. And I'm like, yeah, hmm. I wonder why. Like, something about the sunrise some, exactly at like 620. <laughs> She's like, I figured it did, but you know. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty smart. So, but I that should be something to add too. That's something we could talk about. Like, you know, kids and teenagers, is it really normal for them to be sleeping until noon? Right. Or, or you because know, they right. blasted themselves with a cell phone for four hours. <laughs> After <laughs> played a video game into the wee hours of the night, then hmm. But yeah, so all right. Any last thoughts this time for sure? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Do you want to take us out here? So thank you for listening to our podcast today and join us back next week for podcast number three. Hopefully on Monday, but we are moms, so work with us Monday, most likely. All right. Have a great week. Bye.